Good morning on this June 19th, Juneteenth as they call it, 2020, at about 11.07 in the morning, thank God once again for another day, and this episode of Maybe a Good Time for Lesson is called Duct Tape, please don't get offended called Duct Tape, that's right, a strange title. Alright, you might know where I'm going with this, or you might not. In a nice way, I'm saying I wish both sides of the arguments in our nation would put duct tape on their mouth and listen to each other instead of shooting off assumptions and refusing to have a dialogue. Now, depending on what side you stand on, you probably think I'm talking about the other side. No, I'm talking about your side, too. You see, the church is a third voice, not tied to any side except God's side. Now, as far as black people are concerned, they don't want to keep hearing uh, statistics which always tend to go into law enforcement's favor. You know, black people don't want to hear statistics anymore. They're tired of against it or statistics because they always seem to go into law enforcement's favor. Yet, at the same time, please remember, all cops are not murderers. Some cops just want to go home after an eight-hour shift on the job, just like you do, and see their families just like you do. People of all races have had enough have had enough of folks saying things like, oh, we need to sit down and have a dialogue on race relations and policing. And we need to have that uncomfortable talk. Nobody wants to hear those words we should or the famous four words. What we need is those words are as old as last year's fruit. Duct tape, anybody? I heard people from both sides of the aisle say, in not so many words, God is telling us something. Maybe, just maybe, it's beginning to hit home. Now, going to the Bible, here's St. Luke chapter 21. Excuse me. Uh, Taking Luke chapter 21, verses 10 and 11 from the NIV. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilences in various places, and fearful events and great signs from heaven. Now, you probably heard that before. I use these verses a lot. Just to remind, just to remind, a reminder, the word nation in Greek, because the New Testament was written in the common Greek language, it was the Koine Greek. So the word nation in Greek means is ethnos. And ethnos is an ethnic group. So you have ethnic group against ethnic group. And so you say, well, where does, you know, country against country come in? 
with kingdom against kingdom. A lot of these countries have kings and queens. They still have kings and queens, just like in the old days. So a lot, a lot of these countries are going to be fighting against each other. But primarily, nation is a group of people. And to take it further, it's an ethnic group. So in this country and other countries, you have ethnic group against ethnic group. Right here in the United States, of course, is now, at this time frame, it's the blacks against the whites, again. Just like in the 50s and 60s down south. So here we go again. History repeats itself. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. What has been is going to be again. God works in a circular motion. We live in a linear motion. Point A, B, C, D, E, F, G. God does things in a circle. So this is just coming around again. Alright, let's keep going on. Isaiah chapter 30. Verse 15 from the NIV. In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. But you would have none of it. God was rebuking Israel at the time. And God's telling us the same thing. In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. But you would have none of it. We don't want that. People don't want to repent. And there they would find rest. There they would find their salvation. And in being quiet and not talking so much and running our mouth off so much and trusting in the Lord, that would be our strength. But the last part he says, you would have none of it. You don't want that. You want to do your own thing. So God lets us do our own thing. For now. Now this is an intercessory prayer. So I don't want saints to feel bad and hold their head down. But this would be an intercessory prayer. You would pray for the country because you feel bad that the country has gone a certain way. Alright, this is Isaiah 59 verses 12 to 18 from the NIV. So if you picture yourself standing in front of a mirror or praying on your knees or wherever, talking to God on behalf of the people, you might say something like this. Isaiah 59, 12 to 18, NIV. For our offenses are many in your sight, and our sins testify against us. Our offenses are ever with us. Those unrepented of sins... And we acknowledge our iniquities, rebellion, and treachery against the Lord. Turn our backs on our God, inciting right, excuse me, inciting revolt and oppression, uttering lies our hearts conceived. So justice is driven back, and righteousness stands at a distance. Truth has stumbled in the streets. Honesty cannot enter. Truth is nowhere to be found, and whoever shuns evil becomes the prey. Once again, now, saints, before you hang your heads down, be honest. Is this talking about you individually? 
Do you have many offenses in God's sight? Do you have many sins that testify against you? Are you full of rebellion and treachery? Have you turned your back on God, or do you still cry out to Him all the time? Do you incite revolts and oppress people? Do you utter lies to vibe from your heart? So don't hold your head down. Remember, this is an intercessory prayer. As a whole, we see how people have turned from God and gone their own way. Just make sure you haven't turned from God and gone your own way. So you have to read all of chapter 59 of Isaiah and see who he's talking about. That's rebellious Israel and, and that's before any were redeemed by Jesus Christ. So this might have been the former life of a New Testament believer. It might have been. Now, if these things are still attached to you, though, what have you really been saved from? Now, to any folks who don't think that the Bible fits together like a hand in the right side of love, listen to the connection of these scriptures. Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 26-27 from the NIV. God tells Ezekiel, I will make your tongue stick to the roof of your mouth so that you will be silent and able to rebuke them. But they are rebellious people. But when I speak to you, I will open your mouth and you shall say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Now, whoever will listen, let them listen. And whoever will refuse, let them refuse. For they are rebellious people. Now that was Ezekiel. Excuse me. And we go to Revelation 22 and 11. And he says this. Let the one who does wrong continue to do wrong. Let the vile person continue to be vile. Let the one who does right continue to do right. And let the holy person continue to be holy. So in Ezekiel, he says, whoever will listen, let them listen. Whoever will refuse, let them refuse. For they are rebellious people. And then you go to the New Testament. That's why the New Testament, Old Testament, go together like peanut butter and jelly. The New Testament, he says, let the one who does wrong continue to do wrong. Let the vile person continue to be vile. Let the one who does right continue to do right. And let the holy person continue to be holy. Then, if you go back to Old Testament, Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, and also Ecclesiastes 3 and 7b in the NIV, he says this, There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. 7b says, A time to be silent and a time to speak. So if you you connect Ecclesiastes and Revelation to Ezekiel, he says, when he says in Ezekiel, I'll make your tongues to throw from your mouth. She said, there's a time to be silent and there's a time to speak. So even though Ezekiel may have been uh, ready to say something to those rebellious people, the Lord made his tongues to the roof of his mouth. And he began ready to 
telling them off. And God was like, no, not yet. But he said, well, when I do speak to you, I'm going to open your mouth. And then you'll be able to speak. And you'll tell them this is what the Lord says. So I don't want you flying off the handle with your own words. I'll give you the words to say. And whoever will listen, let them listen. Whoever will refuse, let them refuse. And we've gotten to the point in the world now, when we're in Revelation, where we think, uh, when we talk about the book of Revelation, we're at the point now where people are almost so into themselves, they don't want to hear right from wrong. So he says, okay, let the one who does wrong continue to do wrong. Let the vile person continue to be vile. Let the one who does right continue to do right. And let the holy person continue to be holy. And then he says in Ecclesiastes, it's time for everything a season, every activity in the heaven. A time to be silent and a time to speak. Now here's a prayer I have. Lord, help us to see clearly what it really means to be born again. It's a change heart, walking in newness of life, having accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, empowered by the Holy Spirit. Lord, help us to put man-made rules down and pick up your word and see what you require of us. You're speaking to us now, but we're too busy leveling our own brand of justice. Primarily right now, among blacks and whites in history. Again, like I said earlier, here we go again. There's nothing new in this sun, remember? Nothing. Now, this is James chapter 1, verse 19 and 20. And this is something both sides have to remember. But the world's not, you can't expect the world to act like a saint when they're not saved. You know, sinners are going to sin. People are going to do what they're going to do. But James chapter 1, verse 19 and 20 says this, NIV. And this is to those who say they're saved. Because he says, my dear brothers and sisters. So he's talking to born again people. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. So even though you may be saved and you're angry over George Floyd and Rayshon Brooks and, you know, Ahmed Aubrey and all the rest of them, even though you're angry, that human anger you have is not going to produce the righteousness that God desires. So that means I have to put the anger aside and do spiritual things to make things turn out right. And one of the biggest spiritual things we can do is pray. It seems like it's not doing anything, it's not going anywhere, but prayer is powerful. You wanna add fasting to the prayer? Go ahead and add fasting to the prayer. That makes it even more powerful. 
But we have to be spiritual. We can't think like the world because we're not like the world anymore. So we say, just don't talk about how wonderful God is on Sunday. But then you're you're all flesh during the week. You know, Monday through Saturday. You, you barely pick up your Bible. You barely pray. We can't be like that anymore. If we were ever like that. We can't be like that. Human anger does not produce the righteousness of God. Everyone should be quick to listen. Quick to listen. Like the old people used to say, you got two ears and one mouth because it's more important to hear than to speak. So everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Once again, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. So, doth they for whom? Isn't it time to speak up? Yes, it is. But remember, Ecclesiastes 3 and 7b, a time to be silent and a time to speak. So do you mean black people are supposed to be silent now? No, I just said there's a time to speak up. Listen, Let's do what the death tape is for. The death tape is for those with zeal but no wisdom. Like those occupying Seattle right now. They got energy and zeal but no wisdom. The death tape is also for folks who think black people are beneath them. The death tape is for the angry with no plan. And for those who keep kicking the chief cornerstone away, as if he had nothing to do with these following things. COVID-19, George Floyd, Richard Brooks, wildfires, lockdowns, floods, deaf ear conservatives, and deaf ear liberals, and the loss almost 30 million jobs in nine weeks. Knock, knock. Who's there? Sin will be rampant everywhere and love of men will go cold. Knock, knock. Who's there? Fools have no interest in understanding. They only want to air their own opinions. Knock, knock. Who's there? Only simpletons believe everything they're told. The prudent carefully consider their steps. Now that was Bible, I said. I didn't give you the the, the uh, scriptures because I wanted it to flow. But if you want to know why I said sin will be rampant everywhere and love of many will go cold, that's St. Matthew chapter 24, verse 12. When I said fools have no interest in understanding, they only want to air their own opinions, that's Proverbs 18 and 2. When I said only simpletons believe everything they're told, the prudent carefully consider their steps. That's Proverbs 14 and 15. Now hence, the media is alpha ratings. Let's call them out. Might as well. You know, CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, NBC, ABC, CBS, etc. They all lie and spin and over exaggerate. 
duct tape. Yeah, I wish I could duct tape all of them, put them in a room together, take the duct tape off their mouth, and let them have a dialogue instead of staying in a neutral corner and talking negative about each other. People are sick of that. I know I am. The guests keep talking about each other in their, in their neutral corner. Once you all sit down, get together, and get in, and I dare you to say what you always say on your network, say it to the other person. Of course, you know, there'll they'll, they'll, they'll be a serious argument. But then talk as human beings. See if you can talk as human beings. You probably can't. Because people don't know how to debate today. They always want to get the what I say. <laughs> Let me read that again for about the I think Proverbs. I mean I don't like to call anybody a fool, but the Bible did it. I'm not calling you a fool, the Bible is. Fools have no interest in understanding. They only want to add their own opinions. And like I said, I'm talking to both sides. Don't think I'm just talking to Republicans and don't think I'm just talking about Democrats. Or don't think I'm just talking about whoever, black or white people. No, I'm talking to everybody who will listen. All right, I'm going over. I love my place here. Oh, I got more knock knock. Knock knock, who's there? The faithful love of the Lord never ends, his mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those. Excuse me. The Lord is good to those who depend on him. To those who search for him. So it is good for people to submit at an early age to the yoke of his discipline. That's Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 to 27 from the NLT. <clears throat> knock, knock. Who's there? There is no judgment against anyone who believes in him, him who Jesus. But anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only Son. And the judgment is based on this fact. God's light came into the world, but people loved the darkness more than light, for their actions were evil. All who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it for fear their sins will be exposed. But those who do what is right come to the light, so others can see that that they are doing what God wants. And believe it or not, that's St. John 18, Excuse me. St. John chapter 3, verses 18 and 21. And you know what St. John chapter 3, verses 16 and 17 say. For God so loved the world that he gave the only begotten Son, etc., etc. And then God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, that the world through him might be saved. And then the next verse after that is what I just read all the way to verse 21. So knock, knock, who's there? I'll read it again. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in him, 
But anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only Son. And the judgment is based on this fact. God's light came into the world, but people love the darkness more than the light, for their actions were evil. All who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it, for fear their sins will be exposed. But those who do what is right come to the light, so others can see that they are doing what God wants. Well, knock, 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 who's there? Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Knock, knock, who's there? But you, O Lord, are a God of compassion and mercy. Slowly get angry and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. Mm -hmm. The first one. Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. That's Revelation chapter 3, verse 20 from the NLT. The other one, but you, O Lord, are a God of compassion and mercy, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. That's Psalms 86 and 15 from the NLT. Now, I'm not going to explain the other one about I said, don't knock. I will come and share meal together. Just in short, if you let Jesus in, he'll come in. He'll share meal together. He'll give you his spirit and you accept him. In other words, he wants to be your friend. Let, let Jesus be your friend, not your enemy. I think that's all the knock knocks. Duff tape. You might say that's cruel. Okay. Well, then, what if we never have the race discussion where people may actually toughen their heart and not say what they think people want to hear? History repeats itself. To close it, let's do Ecclesiastes 12. 13 and 14 from the NIV. So after all the, excuse me, after all this I said, now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the duty of all mankind. For God will bring every deed into judgment, including every hidden thing, whether it is good or evil. Their butts, folks. We can't take natural duct tape and take people's mouths because they have a right to speak. But at the same time, wish I could do that with the media. I'm so tired of people staying in a neutral corner and nobody's having a debate, but they keep saying we need to have the uncomfortable talk. But very few people are having that uncomfortable talk. Yeah, you might have pockets of it going on, but it never hits the front page, never hits the news. No, we need the media to do it. Because y'all have been spinning stuff and 
over exaggerating and just flat out lying. I'm talking about both sides. And we're not going to get any better if you all keep doing that. And I don't want any of those four words. What we need is, I don't want any of those anymore. And I don't think you want to have them anymore either. So duct tape, yeah. But please don't get offended. In Jesus' name, stay blessed. Let him keep you and guide you in your life. Stay away from the confusion. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.